So the last episode, I talked about ADHD and bipolarness. And I kind of uh, correlated them to being superpowers, which is uh, very true. Very, very true. And the next thing that I kind of want to get into would be anxiety, right? We all have it. It's all a part of our daily lives. Anxiety, really, all it is, is just a... I hate living in this apartment. Freaking... The neighbors make so much damn noise all the damn time. Literally, like, they'll be scooting something around on the floor for hours. I'm like, what the fuck are you scooting on the floor for hours? Like, what is it? Like, just move it and leave it. Let it sit there. You don't have to keep... And I don't know. It's got squeaky ass wheels. It sounds old as fuck. And they're just pushing it across the floor, back and forth, back and forth. I hear it rolling, like, nonstop for hours. And then they'll just be, like, sweeping all day. Doing, like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then they're, they're loud as fuck all night. I'm glad I'm moving. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm moving now. I'm making, uh, I'm making the next move in my life because I got this feeling, uh, for my inner child to heal it. You know, that's what I could talk about in this episode. Inner child healing. Because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm healing my inner child. That's that's literally what I'm doing in this moment. That's what my main focus is to be authentic. And like have positivity. Change my mindset. But all f the whole reason is to heal my inner child. And the reason I'm moving to Arizona is because... I want to be around my family because like, I never had family growing up. Literally never had it. Like it was, it was not, it was, it was nothing. I never ate dinner together with family. I never went out and did things together with any family. I never did that. That was, that was not something that was in my household. Never. So I wanted to move up there to kind of get that comforting feeling, you know, get that support that I need. You know, I've never had it. I've just been on my own. And I've kind of prided myself in that, being independent, being the strong, masculine man. Oh, like I can do things on my own. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can't. You can't always do things on your own, whether you have God's help or you have support from others. There's always outside factors that are going to help you. And you just got to have to be willing to accept it. Change your mindset of being this masculinity, masculine type guy where you don't feel emotions, you shut emotions down, you suppress the emotions and you kind of put up walls uh, for any emotion to ever come through. And me and my sister were on the phone today, and we talked about this. We said, uh, real men cry. Weak men care about what others, others think and conform to society's norms. Only weak men don't cry because they're scared of what other people think about them. Real men cry. That's a fact because they express their emotions. We have feelings. We have emotions. And we have to deal with those. We have to show them and express them. That's where this podcast has really started, is just being authentic and expressing myself, something I've never done. I've never allowed emotions in. And through this process, I've had so many ups and downs, but I promise you, it's so worth it. The moments where you're feeling good and you know you're aligned with where you need to be, it's so blissful because everything's just happening exactly the way that it's supposed to. And you know it and you have full trust in God and everything the way that it's going. You know that he has a plan and you know that you have a plan and that you guys are both working together to make it happen. He's going to give you your truest desires if you align yourself with it, with your thoughts, environments, activities, everything. 
with all of that being said, the tangents that I go on, I'm moving up to Arizona to heal my inner child. Um, it's, it's, it needs to be taken care of. It really does. He hasn't received very much love, um, very much nurturement. And also, I'm trying to rebuild my connection with my mother. As hard as it's been for me because I was neglected for so long, she used to be a really good mother up until I was about like four or five. Because we lived on our own, she gave me everything that I needed, you know, coddled me, um, allowed me to express my feelings, I think. I'm not really 100% sure, but I felt safe and secure. And then she met my stepdad. And uh, she decided to make her life revolving around him because she's a people pleaser, right? And... It's funny to say that because, lo and behold, guess what I am? I'm a people pleaser. That's what I've done. I've pleased people and not set up boundaries against other people or set boundaries for myself. I've been horrible at setting boundaries. And I recently just called her to kind of reconnect with her. And the reason I called her is because I texted her out of nowhere and said, I, I just wanted you to know that I love you, right? And then at this new job that I'm at, I walk in, it's this warehouse, this food store, whatever. And there's a box that says, call your mother on it. And I was like, you know what, God? Okay, I will. I was like, if you, if you say so, I'll call her. I was like, I, this feels right. And then just talking to her and letting her express herself um, really opened up my inner child. And I, I literally, <laughs> I could feel my inner child wanting my mother again, if that makes any sense. Like I could feel the emotions arising in that moment, uh, whenever she was expressing, uh, how she didn't have the love for herself and that she felt like she needed to please other people and like, how I could connect with her on that point. And, um, I can't forget everything that she did, but I can forgive and move on because she is trying to do better. I believe now my thought process before is she wasn't trying to do better. That's what I put in my mind is she wasn't trying to better herself. That's really what I'm, what I was upset about and why I didn't ever talk to her. But coming to a realization, it's like, you know, everybody deals with their own stuff at their own time. You know, they, they'll figure it out. Just give them time and understand. Um, um, so I just understand my mom where she's coming from because I was a sort of a people pleaser, not to the extent that she was. That's just because she was so low in her life that she felt she had no value and that, that kind of makes my heart ache because to know that my mother felt that way, that she had no value, that she kind of just gave up and uh, let someone else take control of her life, it really pulls on my heartstrings. And I, I want to do this for me to heal my inner child, but I also want to do this to her, to show her that the people pleasing, the uh, ADHD, like the very energetic and loving person that she is, that I am as well needs to be shown, needs to be brought to the light, needs to be brought to the surface. She has to go through all of that, that hardships that I've been going through too. And that I'm still going through and like pressed feeling like the suppressed feelings and emotions and anything that you suppress at all. Just dealing with that. I want to show her that she could, she could be happier. And I want to bring that light to surface. Honestly, I want to, um, help, help me help her help the family. I want to see the light, like, turn on in her head and like see the smile in her in her face and her in her body like but I, I just it's gonna be hard for me because I'm gonna have to set boundaries at the beginning because I'm not used to receiving 
that type of love anymore. And I know she's going to want to show me all of the love that she can give. So I, I just want to give her another chance to give me the life that she wishes she could have. And I want to give myself the chance to um, heal the parts of my uh, inner child that need it, you know, build that mother and son bond that used to be there because we're a lot alike, very up and down, emotional, bipolar, anxious. We have ADHD and we all, we get that from my grandma. She was, she had the same thing, but hers was chaotic. I love the woman, rest in peace, but she was very chaotic. She had no control over her emotions and she had no control over these God-given powers that we have. Just like I talked about on my last episode, the only difference between me, my mom, and my grandma is I'm beginning to understand these emotions, understand myself and where they're coming from. I'm beginning to understand the power that they have, the power that I can use them for, you know, just from me recognizing this and being positive and shedding light on it is going to bring awareness to so many people in their lives. Like they're going to, it's going to spread so much positivity around the world just from me being positive and energetic, giving this energy to other people, to you. So that you are my listeners right now. And I appreciate all of you that have been giving me support. Like I saw it on Snapchat, on Facebook. Everybody's giving me a lot of support right out the beginning. And I just want to say that I love you all and I appreciate that. And I hope these messages resonate with you. If you have any inner child traumas or any traumas at all that need healed, take the time in 2022 to heal them. You know, do the shadow work, be consistent, show up in your life, show up for you. Don't show up for anybody else, but for you. I'm doing this for me, but I'm also doing it because I want to help you guys. You know, I want, I want, this is, I feel like this is just my purpose. I've been trying to figure out who I am, but this is, this is who I am. I am somebody who expresses their opinion, who is, who is stern in what they believe in, who is open to different ideas and concepts, who travels and who does everything that they can to make themselves happy and give positivity around the world and try to disconnect people from this 3D matrix system that tries to get you tied into your phone screens and the TVs. There's a lot of mirrors around us, you know, our phones, TVs, in our cars, everywhere that we go, there's a screen to look at and to draw you into it, to get you to focus solely on that, that you forget what all else is around you and inside of you. And one of the biggest things is really just self-awareness and identity. And that like where I've come to realize is like becoming aware of all of the stuff that I need as, you know, a human, as I need as a man, as my inner child needs, what he needs. Let's make 2022 about healing. Showing up for yourself, doing the work that you need to do. That was that was very powerful for me. That felt really, really good, to be honest, to just get all that off my chest. Oh my gosh, that felt so good. I started off with wanting to talk about like mindset and actually and self-identity and self-awareness, but really the whole process of what I'm doing is for my identity, trying to figure out who I am, you know? Who, like, these are the questions I've asked myself. Who am I? You know, what makes me happy? What fills my heart with joy? What fulfills me? What, what's my purpose? You know, and through those questions, you start to think about it every day. What, what actually makes me happy? You know, I never thought, I never thought that would be like a question I'd be asking myself and it would be such a hard question to answer. You know, what makes me happy? 
<laughs> like what? That should be a simple question, shouldn't it? Especially by the age of 21. What makes you happy? As a kid, you have so many things that make you happy. You're just so naive and blissful at all times. At all times. And it's it's just so amazing at a young age that you have so much ability to grow and learn. At a young age, we have so much to learn. If we could capitalize that on capitalize on that as um as a world in general, everybody everywhere, as a country too, to like mainly focus on. I mean, even to focus even more in our family with your kids, focus on that. They have so much to learn. They have a lot of neuroplasticity and ability to grow. Give them the the give them the right tools and powers to be successful in life. Not to be successful only, but to be happy, you know. Allow them to find their identity. The first thing that I realized in self-awareness is realizing one's body as separate from spirit and soul. Once you start to look inward and realize that there's a spirit inside of you, you begin to have a deeper understanding of your identity and life and that your thoughts are the medium between your spirit and your physical body and at which frequency you think at dictates your reality because you can have lower vibrational thoughts like sadness, anxiety, depression, even I would even say lust. And you'll have a mirroring effect around you where the whole world looks like that to you. And that's your reality. Or you can have blissful, uplifting, powerful, happy thoughts. And that's what the whole world looks like. And that kind of ties into what I really wanted to talk about was that minds are the real disease. They can create dis-ease within your body. Dis-ease. You can become very unsettling and very unhappy really, really quick just by the way that you think. And that's, that's true for a lot. I mean, it's a truth in my life. And once you realize it, it becomes a truth in your life. Everybody has different truths. Everyone. Adding on to minds are the real disease. Uh, words are also like spells. Because whatever you say has an energy and a frequency behind it. And it's projected into the universe. And whatever you say to yourself will become true. Whatever you really believe in and whatever you really say to yourself will become true. That's why I started this I am concept. Like, I am amazing. I am a king. I am a leader. I am passionate. I am spiritual. I am balanced. I am creative. I am authentic. Tell yourself that. And then you have to have the thought and then the belief behind that thought, that's the realization. And then you got to have the actualization. You got to have the action behind it to make it happen. It won't just happen overnight. You got to keep putting in that work. You got to stay consistent, like I was saying earlier, and show up for you. It's not a time to just sit around and just mope and groan and talk about how victimized you are and like how, how much you're struggling, like... Nobody cares how much you're struggling. Really, nobody does. Think about it. Nobody cares how much you're struggling. It really only matters to you. Some people don't even know how much you're struggling because you've kept it in for so long. And that's that's been me. Nobody, nobody really knew how much I was struggling on the inside because I kept it in for so long. Nobody knew it. Don't allow these thoughts and these words to control you. Take action in your life. With all of that being said, I want to leave you with this. 
It's not about being right. It's about understanding. You hear that? Let that soak in. In order to understand, you got to understand yourself first. What makes you happy? What gets you up in the morning? What you want? What your needs are? What your intentions are? What you're grateful for? What makes you uh, upset? What fulfills you? What you appreciate? You got to know all of that about yourself. You got to get to know yourself. You got to understand yourself, where your emotions come from, where your trauma lies. And then once you understand yourself, then you can understand other people. And life just gets so much more beautiful. Honestly, I love life. And I hope you do too. I hope your day is filled with love, prosperity, and happiness.